my friend, and welcome to the Life Coaching Spot Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Walker, and this one is called Turn It Around. You know, you have way more power than you may realize. And what I want to talk about here is your power to choose what kind of day you're having. Because having a better life starts with the day that you're having right now. This is actually the most important day because today is where your life is. It's not tomorrow. Tomorrow is only a figment of your imagination until it's today. And then it's today, right? Are you with me? In fact, this day, whatever you're doing right now, And the choices you're making in your head about how to approach this day, the thoughts that you're going with are like seeds that you're planting for a life that you're making for yourself. I know. I know it sounds like a lot of responsibility, and it is. And with great power comes great responsibility. And that's the truth. And that one's from Spider-Man, by the way. (laughs) But it's also freaking exciting, right? Because this is where you have actual control. Because you can't control the weather or what other people are choosing to do. You know, you can't control the 10,000 things, as Lao Tzu refers to it in the Tao Te Ching. But you can 100% choose how you're going to show up for today, which then actually affects how you experience the world and how people respond to you and what you notice more of, which then feeds on itself. The more you notice, the more it gets validated in your mind about what kind of world you're living in. The more you notice the more thoughts get generated, the more you see. It's a vicious cycle. Do you see what I'm saying? Well, if you don't have any idea what I'm saying, you will by the end of this episode. And it's quite powerful. So stay with me. So let me give you an example of a day in a life of Kathy, and then we'll talk more about it. So the other morning, I decided I would get my car washed before work because how wonderful does it feel to get off work and to hop into your freshly clean car? So good. (laughs) And I happen to love my car and I really enjoy it when it's clean. So there I am in my own little bubble of a world in my car driving to get my car washed when somebody pulls out in front of me and then three more cars pull out in front of them. And then I realize there are a thousand other people on this road who are trying to get something done before work. And I'm not happy about it. (laughs) In fact, I'm feeling a little cranky because this morning is not going like I had envisioned it. And I pulled the car into the car wash and then three other people actually pull in in front of me and get in line. (laughs) 
And so as I'm sitting there waiting in line and I'm watching the car wash attendant selling packages to the people in front of me, I'm planning out how I'm going to let him know that I just want a vacuum and a wash because he's a salesman and it's his job to sell me the highest price package, but I just want a vacuum and a wash. So I've got it all set in my mind. And so when it's my turn, I pull up and he asks me what I want. I say, you know what? I just want a a vacuum and a massage, a massage and a wash. And, um, and he just kind of throws his hand up and points to the cheapest options and turns away from me annoyed. And I'm just thinking, oh my God, so rude. Ah. And then I call my, my taco guy. Uh, well, the taco spot that I usually, um, get my tacos at when I'm on that side of town and they're usually so sweet. Um, but the guy taking my order is, is, is really short with me and I just can't believe it. And, um, so I'm just thinking, God, what kind of morning is this? So I'm wondering, does, does this sound familiar at all? Well, don't worry, because there is a light at the end of this tunnel, my friend, I promise, and it's coming right up. So next, I stop for gas on the way to get my taco, and as I'm pulling in, there's an older gentleman who's walking across the driveway. So I pause to let him pass, and he stops instead. And so I wave him to go ahead, just being kind, (laughs) But he stops, he continues stopping, (laughs) and he waves at me to go ahead. And my mind is thinking, good grief, fella. You know, we could have had this whole thing done by now. So I pull in to get my gas, and the guy on the other side of the pump is carrying that same energy that I keep encountering this morning. And, you know, it it just reinforces my theory that, you know what, there's just a lot of jerks out there, you know? So as I'm pumping my gas, I have the thought, you know, there has got to be a better way for this morning to go because this is miserable and I don't like anyone right now. Have you ever had one of these mornings? Well, here comes the end of the tunnel. So Then what happened was that I turned to look up at a man who's pumping his gas at the far end. It was another older gentleman. He looked a lot like the gentleman I had just seen. And I noticed he had a really sweet demeanor. And he smiled at me and I smiled back. And I could just tell by the way he was handling his gas and his kind eyes, that he was a kind person. And just seeing him calm me way down. And it got me to question myself, you know, how, how was I running my morning? And so I stopped myself and I thought about it. And then I remembered the man who had crossed the driveway as I was pulling in for gas And I realized
realized that I had dismissed his small act of kindness in my rushing to get my gas. You know, he had stopped what he was doing to let me pass, you know, kind gesture. And then I realized what had happened when that first car of the morning pulled out in front of me, I made a judgment that determined the rest of my morning up to this point. And that judgment was something like this. People are only in it for themselves. And it's an unkind world out there. Dog eat dog. (laughs) So what happened? My mind did its job. It started gathering evidence to support my dog-eat-dog belief. And all I could see from there on out were the pushy people. So I allowed my morning to get hijacked by a judgment. But what really happened? A guy pulled out in front of me. That's it. And I could have left it at that. I could have. But instead, my mind went to work on making a judgment of everyone else out on the road. See how that happens? I mean, do you see what I'm saying here? Because this is important. As soon as you have a belief about anything at all, your mind is going to look for evidence to support that belief. And that is exactly how your world gets created every single day. So that saying, you are creating the world you live in, is your brain doing its job. You are totally creating your world. Making sense of the 10,000 things. Why? Because we need a story to feel safe, to understand our place in this complicated world. We're making, we're making the whole thing up in our minds. And if we're making it up, we could choose a kinder story. I mean, have you ever wondered why some people can believe some ridiculous things? You know, because their mind is showing them all the supporting evidence. And it's disregarding the opposing evidence that you may be handing to them. (laughs) Our minds are programmed to do this. You actually have to question the belief directly in order to start seeing something different. And that's why curiosity is so important, right? And you know what? I also realized that I was behaving like a pushy jerk too. I mean, I was annoyed at all the rude people rushing around and jumping in front of me because I thought I should be first. (laughs) My thoughts were unkind and unloving toward all those people. All because I had my own things I needed to get done, and these people were slowing me down and getting in my way. I wasn't adding anything good to the world. In fact, I was basically tearing the world apart with my judgments. 
Because no matter how right you think you are in your judgments of someone or people, <laughs> you're being the jerk for judging in the, pers- in, in the first place, right? And if you're willing to entertain that idea, well, that's the high road. That's the high road. And I love this quote by Robert Anton Wilson. And it goes like this. You are precisely as big as what you love and precisely as small as what you allow to annoy you. I love that. You have to write it down. You are precisely as big as what you love and precisely as small as what you allow to annoy you. So good. Because judging everybody else, that's playing small. And having loving compassion, that's playing big. But getting back to my story, so I pulled out of that gas station into a completely different world, a kinder world, a more loving world, because I turned it around by changing my thinking. And then I was pulling into the parking lot of the taco place, along with about eight other cars who were also trying to pull in to this at the very same time. And somebody was honking because they wanted to get through faster. I looked over at a guy in the car next to me and I smiled and he smiled back. And it, it was, it was this look that, that said something like, you know what? There's nothing to get all worked up about. We're all going to get our taco. And I got out of my car and I strolled up to the door And I kid you not, at the exact time as a telegram gorilla in a tutu was also heading in uh, in for a a birthday surprise. (laughs) Now that is the divine having a sense of humor with me. And it did not go unnoticed. So I walked in and I joined in the fun. Uh, I sang happy birthday and tooted my little birthday horn to this sweet older fellow who was delighted by the whole thing. And then I walked up to the counter to get my taco from the same guy I had spoken to on the phone. And we had a lovely little exchange about the birthday gorilla and wished each other the best day ever. (laughs) So I ask you, my friend, what kind of world do you want to live in? Because you get to choose. And I promise you, if you're looking for all the ways life sucks and people suck, you're going to get all the evidence to back that story up. There's a lot going on out there in the world in the 10,000 things, and you don't get to experience it all. So be sure to tell yourself a story about a world you actually want to live in instead of the one you don't. 
And then you're going to find yourself actually contributing to the good life instead of tearing it down. And, and no, this is not going to stop terrible and sad things from happening in the world. No, but it will help you to be in a healthier place to respond with love instead of fear. So try this. Tell yourself the universe is unfolding in your favor. Or as Rob Bell likes to say it, it's all rigged in your favor. And when something happens that seems unfavorable, (laughs) instead of letting it change your belief, try not taking it personally. And instead, choose a, a kinder response. You know, maybe choose compassion for the person who seems to be having a really stressful day because you know how that feels. Or brush off that bad moment with a thought like, phew, that was a close one. You know, have a little humor about it. It's amazing what that'll do. And look for evidence that supports your belief that the universe is kind instead of looking for all the ways it's not. And if you find yourself in a day of irritations, check your mind to see what it's doing and turn it around. Oh, and I have to mention that I came into the studio after writing down my thoughts about this to a quote that my receptionist had written on the board just earlier that morning, and it said, train your mind to see the good in everything. Come on. I love the synchronicity. Oh my gosh. Look for synchronicities. They're everywhere, my friend. And may your day be filled with delightful encounters that lift you higher and higher. Blessed be. If you want to apply for one-on-one coaching with me or to schedule a free 30-minute discovery call with me, you can visit my website at thelifecoachingspot.com and I can't wait to meet you. Peace and blessings.